the song was saying. But anyway, hello everybody! <laughs> Welcome to Two Peas in the Snow! Here on KSUA 91.5 FM Fairbanks, Alaska. I am your host, JC, and I'm here with... Kristen. Can you... Yeah, never mind. Oh, you just need to update your levels in your headphones? Or you want me to studio go up, down? Up. How about now? Yes, better. Okay. Great. Wow, why can I not hear myself that well? I don't know. I hear myself way too well right now. <laughs> Am I using headphone too? No, I'm not. <laughs> well, that would do it. Anyway, this is the podcast where we talk about anything and everything. Um, and for today's episode, we are talking all about the Midnight Sun Festival here in Fairbanks, Alaska. I know those things are crunchy. Woo! <laughs> so, but before we get started with that, how you been, Kristen? We have a lot of sun going on right now. Yes. Too much sun to the point where these mosquitoes are really annoying. I think like, was it a week ago when I was listening to the radio, we had like 21 hours and something. Actually, I'm going to look. Of sunlight? Yeah. I mean, isn't the max that we can get here 22 um, in Fairbanks? Good question. I feel like in some part of the description of what we're going to be talking about today, um, it might give us more of that detail. Okay, so today, yes. no. Um, okay, I guess technically it's for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Or what? Why does it say Thursday? Okay. Yes. <laughs> This is very confusing. Okay, just say what's on there. What's oh, okay, okay, okay. I got it. I got it. I got it. All right. Okay, sunset tonight yes. is at 12.44 a.m., mm-hmm. so almost 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And the sunrise is at 2.59 a.m. tomorrow. Ooh. So the sun is literally only down for like two, two hours. hours and, what, 15 minutes? Yeah, sounds about right. So... We're really... We're about 21 hours and 45 minutes of sunlight. Pretty much. We're like, we're absorbing all the vitamin D that we completely <laughs> lost during the whole winter season. Uh, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. And that's really... Cr- I know some people who are here who are not from Alaska. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know we have like some Canadian viewers or something, right? Or yeah. um, listeners. Yeah. Um, hello, Canadians. Hello, fellow Northerners. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I know that... Unless they're in like Nunavut or something like that, they are also not getting as much sunlight as us. But northern places tend to get a little more sunlight than southern places. True. But it's very interesting how much people like can't believe (laughs) the sun that we have. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, for the more that you're here, you can kind of get accustomed to it. I think the one thing that you should try to do at least is um, if you're new to Alaska um, is during the summertime, try to spend at most a week without closing your windows when you go to sleep. <laughs> Why would you do so that? So you can get accustomed to sleeping with the with sunlight the being outside, right? Yeah. Because there's a lot of people who it really like throws them through a loop. And like if on the first day of like, like those first initial days of summer, they just immediately, you know, close blinds, everything, blackout thing. 
Blackout like, curtains. Yeah, yeah, they just don't get accustomed to it. So then when they're in the circumstance where they ha- don't have that, they just can't sleep. I'm like, you could uh, you could have adjusted your body to it. I mean, a lot of people who are visiting here, visiting here probably will not be in the situation where they won't have blackout curtains or something. So. No, but but definitely the people who intend to stay here or, like, if they're military, you know, they're going to kind of force into coming into these type of scenarios. Oh. But still, it's like, hey, this is a good way to kind of get your body to acclimate, to adjust to these circumstances. And I then, mean, in a way, I know people who have lived here, like, almost their whole lives and still aren't used to this <laughs> at night. Mm. I don't have curtains or shades in my room on in my window so i just just sleep with the sun same i mean my 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 window's facing southwards as like literally where the sun's path is so around 10 when i go to sleep around there 10 11 the sun is towards the east but it's still pretty like a lot of the sun is coming to into the room mm. so i just put my curtain halfway mm. but because of the height of my bed yeah my blinds halfway but so like i will have complete sunlight in my whole room and i'm like this is fine like i don't i don't find it annoying plus you know you're saving that electricity bill which i'm not paying but for most people <laughs> it's like hey you don't have to have lights on yeah you can walk true. around in your house True. I feel like that's when like Alaskans should be saving a lot more money on their electrical bill because there's so much sunlight you don't really need it. But honestly, I feel like electricity, like unless you keep your lights on twenty four seven every single day, yeah, all all the time, like your electricity should not be affected that much by the lights that you keep on. It's more, it's of more the, the refrigerator, yeah. the oven. Those types of things. Yeah, no, for sure. Any any electronics that you have on just 24-7 makes sense that that would consume a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. Well, and they're big, too. Yeah. And mm. light bulbs have um, Milliwatts. gotten so yeah. much better than... <laughs> yeah. They, they, they managed to restore enough. Yeah. I also usually keep my window open almost all summer, except... Mm-hmm. Um, it seems to have gone away a bit today, but the past week it's been kind of smoky. So I closed my windows because my lungs already suck. They don't need to suck more. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that is true. I'm just waiting until the day where it rains. I know. I almost thought that was going to be today because when I was leaving North Pole, it was very cloudy and yeah, I looked, I looked it up or I looked outside today in the morning i was like hmm could it might rain maybe like in the afternoon but who knows and it didn't happen no i think again because of the smoke had like already subsided um or had moved somewhere else (laughs) um so we didn't get much of that but if it would have stayed at least like yesterday today and like tomorrow it most likely would have rained at some point just because there's definitely a lot of smoke um, but that doesn't mean that it's completely gone. We still have these forest fires going like crazy, um, which I actually. There's one. It's not even a forest fire. There's like, two. Oh, is there Delta, another one? There's the one in Delta and the one in Bethel. Bethel is the one that has like 100,000 acres or whatever. Um, and then there's the one that was happening in Delta. There's one in Delta? Mm-hmm. 
Those well, are those are the ones that I'm aware of. I just know the one that's near St. Mary's, mm-hmm. and I don't even know where that is. Me neither, but... Because <laughs> um, I heard about the Bethel one, and then I assumed it was that, and then someone told me the Tannenau, and then I was like, wait, the Tannenau goes across the whole freaking state. Like, yeah. what do you mean? It might have been a small part that they that they met. They but they said about. that it was a tundra fire, so I was like, it's definitely not south of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I, the funny thing, I was looking at the, the statistics for current wildfires that have occurred. I'm oh, sorry, not the tan on the Yukon. Mm-hmm. And it said that um, at least two-thirds of all forest fires were um, human-made. <laughs> I'm like, really? Yes. I'm like, these people. Oh, yeah. St. Mary's is like over in the Bethel area. It's not mm-hmm. like that close to Bethel, but it is near Bethel. Yeah. So and that's the one that's pretty big right now. Yes, that's the tundra fire. But since I guess it's not touching anything, I think they're fine. Or I think it might have been Deltas. Well, like last week, it was like four miles away from St. Mary's. Like they evacuated St. Mary's. Mm. Eh, but regardless, let's kind of transition that back. Um, no, just kidding. Yeah, okay. uh, anyway, so we're talking about the Midnight Sun. Um, yes. We pretty much explain what it is, uh, what it means, I guess, for Alaska is that we receive the most amount of sunlight that we do for like a good 40 days, right? Like there's like a 40 days or so where it's like those 22, almost 23 hours of sunlight. Um, Maybe. Yeah, because it's not it's not a full month, I think, if I'm correct. Well, the 40 days would be more I mean, than five, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I thought I was saying 30, 20, sorry. 40, yeah. Um, 40 days or so, or so. I don't know. I just know that it's like the technically like after december 21st we start gaining daylight and then after june 21st we start losing daylight mm-hmm. so i think right now we're pretty much in like yeah the, the climax but i think we really part. notice um yes we are well i mean june 21st will be the climax so yeah <laughs> um i think we start noticing it in like may the most mm-hmm. like early may or mid-May. Yeah. So I'd say it's like at least a month and a half. So yeah, yeah 40 days-ish sounds about right. Yeah. So that that's kind of the the average um, amount of sunlight. Of course, as you go more south into uh, Alaska, it, there's less of it. I think Anchorage receives 18, 20 to 18 hours. Yeah, I think it's a few hours less than us, yeah, which like, is still a lot. Yeah, it's still a lot, definitely. <laughs> Um, and you know, more south you get it's kind of it's kind of just going back into like Washington State style, uh, or anyone from Canada like that. The their specific um sunlight hours. Um, and because of that, I mean, we have to celebrate it, right? Somehow. <laughs> so, um, we pulled up some or managed to find some websites here that kind of talk about the different things that we do here in Fairbanks. Yeah. Um, there might be some that are related with uh, some of the lo- more closer um, communities. Yeah. Like, um, I was say Gnome, that's completely wrong. <laughs> uh, North Pole. Uh, Where's the one where they have the the June uh, July Fourth parade, um, going that way? <laughs> Dude, I don't know. What the heck are you talking about? Uh, I, Esther, Esther, there we oh. go. Esther, <laughs> I was like, what's the name of it? Uh, yeah, Esther, the um, Esther, Esther for um for the July parade. 
Uh, I know, but they also have outdoor concerts and stuff like that. Uh, what were you trying to say? Oh, I was just going to say that the solstice, both solstices, summer and winter solstice, um, but the solstice is a very, I want to say like uniquely Alaskan, but I'm sure it's not just Alaska. I'm sure yeah. that there are other northern countries that um, celebrate solstice in some way. Um, but it's just really funny because I think that if you ask people in other places, especially that aren't very north, that aren't in the Arctic, <laughs> technically, yeah. um, some people don't even know what the solstice is. <laughs> right. <laughs> They're like, what is that? It's like, I only watched Midsommar, so I assume, <laughs> I assume that's what it was. I'm like, no, it's not a, it's not a bunch of hippie people going out there doing <laughs> yoga and then refilling their their crystals in the highest point of whatever mountain. What this, this is in Europe. I've never watched Midsommar. Well, this is not Midsommar, really. It's actually somewhere, like, someplace, I think, in Europe where people go to this, like, one mountain because it has, like, the most, like, um, energy from the earth. So people do, like, yoga and, like, meditation, but also bring their crystals to recharge them. It's bizarre. Is that actual European people? I think. Or like, well, is it, like... Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Those types of, you, you know, know what I mean. granolas. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> anyway, um, so going back to it, um, what are things that we do here in Alaska? This is, I think this is one of our few episodes where we're trying to be informative somehow. I mean, that's how we won our, <laughs> our, our, <laughs> our Goldie. Uh, yeah, Goldie. <laughs> We're being informative here. Um, thanks to your friend. Uh, so, yeah. I, sh- I feel like I should actually start. Side note, I feel like I should actually start the thing like award winning podcast. Two bees in the snow. You know, whatever. like Kevin does in his ad for. Yeah. <laughs> we got to use that. I noticed that he it. said that. I noticed that. Oh, it's a 2021 Goldie Award winning podcast. And I'm like, wow. It's, I mean, it is recognized. Like, Within the state, but it's also like kind of like part of a bigger thing. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, yeah. why not? Um, yeah. I, we're just constantly going on side tangents. <laughs> Sorry. We haven't done this in a while. Summer and, solstice. Yes. Midnight sun. Yes. Here we go. So um, based off of FairbanksAlaska.com, uh, the Midnight Sun events. So these are a few of the events that um, happen here in Fairbanks particularly. Uh, pretty soon... Um, one of the older traditions that are going to happen um, is the Midnight Sun baseball game. Currently, there are the teams are here in town, the Panthers. What day is that supposed to be on? It says, well. This I was is from, like, is this an updated website? No, I didn't think no, this, so. This is like a really old website. It has like the decorated background. It says it's, look it up. it's supposed to be June 19th, twenty. 11. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's like 12 years ago. But I think I think the Midnight Sun baseball game occurs before the Midnight Sun festival itself. So um, this might be earlier. But June 21st, 2022. Okay, yeah, so it's after then. Um, yeah, so it's on the solstice. Mm-hmm. So it says here on this website that this is one of Fairbanks' oldest traditions. It features the local semi-pro baseball team, the Alaska Gold Panners, a club from which has come such former major leaguers as Dave Winfield, Tom Seaver, and Grain Grang Nettles. I cannot pronounce names. Um, 
And so it says that the first Midnight Sun game was played in 1906. Uh, and then the news miner wouldn't give free publicity to the team's sponsors, so the competing squads were identified to readers as the drinks and the smokes. <laughs> that's really cool. Um, so that that's something that's uh, pretty well known one. Um, it's kind of close to, if you were interested in that, it's close to the... Um, um, where do they have the hockey games? I'm always forgetting that place. Carlson Center? Yeah, Carlson Center. There you go. Next to the Carlson Center. That's where they have the field. Um, this explorefairbanks.com, which is an updated website, yes. says that um, it started as a bar bet between the Eagles Club and the California Bar. Ooh, which um, don't exist anymore. Yeah. But um, this year, the Gold Panthers are playing the San Diego Waves. Gates open at 8 p.m. and the first pitch is set for 10 p.m. And they play through midnight. So. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Yep. Um, next up here, we have what I think is the bigger one of uh, the Midnight Sun Fun Run. Midnight Sun Run. <laughs> yeah. So, we uh, love it. according to this website about the race um, from mid- midnightsunrun.net, it says that more than just a running race, the Fairbanks Daily News Miner Midnight Sun Run is a uniquely Alaskan event that attracts participants from all over the country and all over the world. Now in its, mm, it's not 39th, I think we're in the 40th anniversary or the 50th. I know it's, it's, a, it's a zero event this year. Um, um, I think it's the 50th. Oh my god, it doesn't tell me here. Uh, this is also this is an old one. Um, yeah. Well, Explore for ranks is updated. We can hang about. Yeah. So uh, I think one is either the 40th or 50th um, one this you. year. I will tell you. So for it's the, the 40th. 40th. Gotcha. So it says here that ironically, the, fir- the very first Midnight Sun run had little to do with the Midnight Sun. As it started at 9.05 a.m. in the morning of June 25th of 1983, close to 350 runners participated in the inaugural race, which, (laughs) like today, starts at the UAF Paddy Center. The course was slightly different than the one used today, and the finish line was in downtown Fairbanks at the... At the... At the corner, when I was looking at something, (laughs) (laughs) at the corner of 11th and Turner. 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 The race was sponsored by these things. I can't mention them. Uh, Runners from all over Alaska. You can't mention it? No. Why? Because we can't bring up (laughs) sponsors things, remember? It's part of our thing. Oh. Uh, Anyway. Okay. Just to play it safe. Back when Fairbanks still had one, we don't yeah. even have it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, so runners from all over Alaska, as well as California and Canada, entered the event, question mark, said the Fairbanks Daily News Miner in its coverage of the event. The race had had some fairly fast times, considering that the temperatures were in the high 70s at the start. High 70s. We're like at high 90s. We're getting to high 90s here. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> well, we're going to get to high 90s in July. What? Because that's usually when it gets to like 95. We don't. What? You're crazy. We don't get to 95 that often. 
In Fair and Fairbanks, yeah. we do get to ninety five. There's a picture no. of me with Dikey and someone else. Oh, Gabriel, in front of the. Yeah, but that's not like every summer. Usually it is. No, I think your brain has turned to mush. <laughs> I bet you that we're gonna get to ninety this summer. Okay. Anyway, so. To avoid overheating, many r- runners were hosed down by residents along the, the race course, which is something that still happens now. It happens close to the halfway point. Because um, I've been to two of the sun runs. Um, how many have you been to, if you can remember? Two or three. Two or three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is sad considering I've lived here like 17 years, but. My parents are lame, okay? <laughs> they don't like to do anything. They don't like to go out. They're freaking lame. They don't want to do anything fun. No, oh for real, God. though. Cool, cool. I'd be such a good parent. Yeah, just watch your language. <laughs> I like to go out and do stuff. My parents are freaking lame, man. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it says here that Kent Carnes was the first runner to crush the finish line with a time of 32 minutes and 28 seconds. And Trisha... Uh, Livingston was the first woman fish finisher with a time of 40 minutes and 29 seconds. And then they show more people who went on. Um, and that is interesting. I, I don't think that's the current one for the, um, um, current race what's that that's the minimum time i feel like it's a little bit more because i think on average most people finish the race in two hours um even if you were slightly jogging you can get into like potentially sub one hour but most likely two hours um so it says here that in 1984 the midnight sun run became an actual midnight sun as its start time was moved to 10 p.m., which is still done today. Mm-hmm. Um, the 1984 race was a truly memorable one as it featured the debut of the costumed division, which was won that year by Bob Ritchie and Joe Keefe, who entered the race as a canoe. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, so I guess I can go from there. And uh, oh my gosh, if I can find it. There was something that I mentioned about the the costumes, uh, or like the different divisions of it. JC uh, came unprepared. Just kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, this lot this website is pretty long. It has a lot of different things um, done. Why don't you just do like the Control F? This is not Control. Oh yeah, but <laughs> they wouldn't show everything because they lead to different websites. But anyway, so if. I am correct yeah. here. Okay. Um, it says here for 2016. Actually, let's track back. 2016, two major changes were added to the 34th annual run. The elite starting coral was available to just over 30 runners this year, along with Beaver Sports coming on board as the prize money sponsor. And then the top male and female finishers were given $500 each. And then it just shows that for women's, they had a time of 38 minutes. So, okay. So actually even still with the, with the modern or with the current, um, race 
line or like racing track, still people manage to get it close to 30 minutes, like 30, 40 minutes. That's pretty impressive. Because it's pretty long. It's apparently how many? Is it 10? 10K. 10K, right? Yeah. So it, it, it's it's pretty interesting just to see how all that is is done. Um, okay. Wow. So it says here. Um, so now to the thing I was going to say. Um, so for the race itself, it's a 10K. Um, there's like divisions uh, between the men and female. Um, usually it's top three for each one. Um, there is a costume contest for best costume. And it's not just you showing up with the best costume. I think it's because it's, it's until the end of the the race when they actually announce the winner. So you can show up um, here with your costume and, you know, they'll take photos or like they'll keep notes like the judges. But it's only until the end of the race that they actually announce the winner. So they don't announce it on the spot. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're going to wear something, you're going to have to run with it. <laughs> you're going to have to walk or run with whatever costume you're you're going with. Yes. Um, there's also a coloring contest, which I was not familiar with, honestly. I think it's more for the kids division. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the you can you can choose to participate in this race, you know, like pay the, the fee if you really want to actually race it. But if you're just showing up with your family, just trying to have a good time, you can just show up and participate there's no need to actually yeah lots of people just um join at the end yeah because they have like the as i said like there's like a coral uh um where they divide the actual racers which you can clearly tell because they're on shorts with the thing they're like skinny skinny legends (laughs) just there ready to go you know yeah (laughs) they're booking it like crazy um and then everyone else is like oh yeah we're, we're dressed up as like whatever um, and I guess <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm just gonna ask you. Um, what are some of the funniest costumes you've seen? I don't know. I always join like literally at the very end. But you would see still see some of the people. No, I usually join like after they've already started walking because in the past two years I've always had to work on the day that they're doing the sun run, mm-hmm. and I would get off later. And so I literally wouldn't get into town until after they've already started. So I don't see the uh, costumes. Man, yeah, I I have some definitely memorable ones. Um, there were um, a group of friends who decided to dress up as um, sled dogs, and then have one person actually have a sled, and then they're all actually holding like a rope, or they're attached to a rope. And they're all run pushing the, <laughs> this person in a sled. Um, the the infamous one, which I was telling you earlier, for me is like there is this uh, uh, more overweight guy in in a whole like red sparkly dress with high heels and with a matching purse, red purse, just gunning it, <laughs> gunning it through the street. And it's really funny to see because he's just going at it. I, I took two pictures of him uh, at two different points. Um, there's also uh, the people who are just up as like aliens and just like sometimes they're like most bizarre ones. Like I remember seeing the redneck uh, wagon. Uh, it's literally just 
this guy carrying his girlfriend in a wagon, like one of the red wagons, mm. and it just has the license plate that just says <laughs> the red <night> wagon. <laughs> mm, interesting. Yeah. There's also all these um, uh, frat boy looking dudes who show up out of nowhere because they're not university at all. I can tell you that. I feel like they're most likely military, but they all come yeah, probably. in. Probably. Yeah, they all dress up in the same thing. Last time I remember they were on in uh, Hawaiian shirts. Uh, yeah, definitely military. Yeah, they're all in Hawaiian shirts. They're carrying a whole thing of like beer and then it's like throwing beer to, to people. 100% military. Yeah, it's like 100% military. If anyone is curious, the 2022 Midnight Sunrun costume contest categories are, well, every year they have an Anything Goes, um, which you can literally do anything, but their other category is totally 80s. So we're going to see lots of people dressed like they're from the 80s. Mm-hmm. Nice. So those are two categories? Yeah. Oh, okay. Hmm. I wonder what, what they would do for 80s. Big hair. Yeah. Crazy colors. I would say some like tights, tight I mean, leggings. Like jazzercising. Like leg warmers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, I, I need I need just like they need someone needs to just play a full 80s playlist, but like for like exercising. Like just that the whole time around. So people are just like, let's go. Get that power pump up. Woo. Um but yeah, I guess we should go on a break. Um, and then when we come back, we'll be discussing a little bit more about uh, some of the other things that happen in in Fairbanks during this period of the Midnight Sun. So with that, we shall be right back. Welcome back to Two Pieces in the Snow here on KSUA 91.5 FM Fairbanks, Alaska. We're talking about the Midnight Sun Run and other events that happen during the Midnight Sun here on Fairbanks, Alaska. Yes. Or in Alaska in general. Mm. Uh, but we're talking about, mainly about Fairbanks. <laughs> yes. So uh, we talked already about the Midnight Sun Run and the Gold Panners game that happens. Um, here's a few other things that, that happened here. We have the Chattanooga Music Festival. Uh, music lovers may want to consider a trip out on Stee's Highway for the Chattanooga Music Festival, the largest music fest, uh, mu- musical event in interior Alaska. The three-day event is at the Chattanooga Gold Camp at 27.5 miles Stee's Highway. 30 local bands are scheduled to perform. Food and beverages... Our beverage vendors will be on hand. Rental cabins and campsites. Campsite. Oh my god! Campsites are available, <laughs> and so our food and beverage and beverage vendors. And then the exact dates vary. This is an older website, last updated in 2014, but this is still one of the things that occur. Um, I'm just more familiar with like chicken stock and salmon fest. <laughs> These are other um, music uh, groups that happened. Our music festivals that happen, and I think this past week we had June Jam, which is more of an EDM, EDC like um, vibe that was happening in the campgrounds. What happened? It's very unrelated. Oh, okay, gotcha. I'll say it later. Alrighty. Um, 
And if you're just wanting to enjoy much of Alaska's nature, um, this website also shows, um, the website being FairbanksAlaska.com, uh, view the midnight sun. So if you if you rather just view the midnight sun or try your hand at photography, photography, <laughs> I can't say these words today. Oh my You're gosh. Struggling. Or try your hand at photographing a sun that never sets. Head out to Murphy Dome or Eagle Summit on the Seas Highway for a view of the midnight sun. Murphy Dome is located 25 miles outside of town. That town being Fairbanks. And provides a spectacular view of the Chattanooga River Valley and Minto Flats. And then, weather permitting, Eagle Summits provide a clear view of the midnight sun. I don't think this Chattanooga festival is happening this year. Oh, no? I don't know. I tried to Google it and nothing came up. Hmm. I see. Um, and then for you airplane lovers, there is Soaring into Solstice which Eielson Air Force Base usually has an open house from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. featuring aerial demonstrations, display of military personnel, and equipment. Is that something that's going to happen this year? Who knows? Remember, this website is from 2014. <laughs> um, so this information may vary, but uh, Midnight Sun Festival is definitely a thing. Chattanooga, as Kristen was saying, might vary. And then the last one, which I guess we can um, go in as like our last talking point is the Midnight Sun Street Fair. Happens downtown Fairbanks. And from my experience, it's a lot of vendors. Uh, they take over one street. Um, kind of what you would expect. It's not one street. <laughs> I had three streets, actually. Yes. Three streets. I was, so it's, there's three streets as well as the park um, next to the... the um, Tanana River, if I'm right. Um, That's it's the China. China. I was like, it's I, the I, China, I, I know bro. Uh, sorry. Get your Fairbanks right, bro. I'm sorry, <laughs> girl. I just didn't know. But You're anyway. a fake Fairbanksin. <laughs> I'm not. Might be a fake Fairbanksin, but I'm a real Alaska. Okay, nah. uh, So yeah, um, there's a lot of events. Um, I'm definitely going there this year. Um, because it's like, you know, a great thing to just go out there and have some fun. Um, they usually have a shirt with the theme of the year. Um, and that kind of theme is related to like a drawing. They have a, a whole um, art contest to choose what's the design for the shirt. And uh, lucky enough, this year, one of our, our close friends, Arisa, is actually the winner of the design. And she chose to, her design is based off of a moose. Yes. With above it, you can see the, the sun at its like different stages. Um, and then you can also see like downtown and just kind of like the road that leads to it. So it's a pretty simple, cute design. Um, I really do enjoy it. Yes. Um, Congratulations, Arisa. I know she's probably not listening, but... Yeah. Definitely check her out if there's on on the website. If you look at um, Alaska Fairbanks, FairbanksAlaska.com, you'll find more information about that. Um, and yeah, with that, that's kind of a summary of all that happens here in Fairbanks regarding the Midnight Sun. Um, 
Shall we go into our quiz of the week? Uh-uh, quiz of the week. Da, da, yes. Da, da. There we go. Have to make a jingle. Um. So I'm not a real for Banksian, but I might be in a real Alaskan. Not really. Okay. So <laughs> our quiz this week is... Only a true Alaskan will get eight out of ten of these right. So there's ten questions. Mm. All right. Do you want me to go with the first question? Um, I can ask the question since I'm the one who chose the quiz. Okay. Let's see how good JC knows these. I mean, I'm doing it too, but cool, cool. what are the ingredients in Akutak, a.k.a. Ice, Eskimo ice cream? Akutak. Okay. So we have Crisco and Berries, Frozen oh, Heavy, Cream, I and Sugar. I was going to say you had to read all of them. I'm just going to do this to make it easier um, for people. Uh, white Chocolate and crush, Crushed Ice, Berries, Sugar, and Frozen Peanut Butter. Um, answer has to be Crisco and Berries. Yes, which honestly Crisco and Berries is kind of the modern um, version of it. Yeah. Yeah, or like the easy version of it because I think originally it was um, seal fat instead of Crisco. Mm, like whale seal fat. Seal or whale fat, mm. yeah. Mm. I love how they have an image from Emily made in Japan. <laughs> yeah, Emily made in Japan, I know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Okay, what are these called? So it's a picture of white boots that if anyone is from Alaska should know what these are. Mm. So we have the options are igloo shoes, canoe boots, bunny boots, and rubber Galoshes. Galoshes. Um, bunny boots. They are bunny boots. Yep. This is because they're white. Is that why? <laughs> well, I mean. I don't know why they're called bunny boots. I thought they're just meant, especially for, um, they're good with maintaining heat. Like with the. I mean, I know that they're for the snow. Yeah. <laughs> or the winter. Yeah. And they're very heavy. They're very heavy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> This next one. Um, okay, what is this squirrel writing? It's another picture of a squirrel that doesn't even look like a squirrel we have in Alaska. Writing mm-hmm. um, <laughs> something that we have to name. Is it a snow machine, a, a snowmobile, a snow machine, a snow runner, or a zoomy zoom zoomer? Um, of course, it's a snow machine. It is a snow machine. So people from other states will say snowmobile. And we are like, no. Yeah, we're like, no. That's It's a snow machine. Get it right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, next one. What constellation is on the Alaska flag? Is it Orion, the Pleiades, uh, the Big Dipper, or Lyra? Of course, it's the Big Dipper. Yeah, I hope anyone who's Alaskan would know that. Oh, Canada. Sorry. <laughs> I forgot. I don't know the the Alaska state song. Like, well, the Alaska, na, da, na, 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 da, na, 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 the last frontier, something like that. The Alaska flag song. Yeah. Um, like, something about fields of blue. Wow, I'm a fake Alaskan. Something like that. I'm a fake Alaskan. So fill in the blank. Alaska is the blank state of the United States. Is it the northernmost, easternmost, westernmost, northernmost, westernmost, and easternmost? This is um hard. 
Yes. Because I'm going to guess something that I think is going to mark it as correct, but I'm confused why. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm going to say. Oh, okay. I'm going to say that it is the northernmost. And I knew that they're going to throw all three. There you go. Oh, my gosh. So the end of the Aleutian chain is in the eastern hemisphere. So we are also the easternmost state. In our union. Okay. That is odd, but interesting at the same time. Heck, yeah. Well, I knew that we're the westernmost and the northernmost. Yeah, so I was, was like, say. it has to be the one with all three. Yeah. But how are we the easternmost? Yeah, that's why I, that's why I didn't chose because like easternmost. I feel like it's a trick question just in general. Um Okay, so which of these pairs do we jokingly include when describing Alaskan seasons? We have construction and breakup season, cold and colder seasons, hibernation and the fatting, fatting, fatting. seasons, dark always and light always season. Of course, we're talking about good old construction and breakup season. Yeah. I think we did an episode where we were talking about breakup during breakup. Yeah, and we mentioned a bit of construction. Yes, always. Next up. Fairbanks is a mess right now. Yes. JC doesn't know because he doesn't drive, but. Have you seen on campus? (laughs) It's really bad. (laughs) Oh, the rest of Fairbanks is legit terrible. You. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Of course. Um, And next one here. You want to say the question? What is Alaska's state capital? We have Anchorage, Fairbanks, Barrow, and Juneau. Which Barrow is not even Barrow with Utkiavik, so get it right. So it is Juno. Juno. The Capitol building is an old post office. Wow, look, this next question is perfect for Fairbanks and UAF students. What yeah. is a Nanook? A werewolf. I mean a wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I read that really weird. A polar bear, a salmon, a snow leopard. We'll add the fifth option, a sea wolf. sorry kidding uh of course it's a polar bear yes for anyone who does not know nanook is the i think it's a yupik right is Mm. it is it the yupik word or is it i mean it would have to be yupik it wouldn't be an athabascan word because no it's a bit more south yeah Mm -hmm. i think it's a yupik word or inupiak one of two inupiak i think i don't know i think yupik or inupiak word for polar bear yes 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 we're terrible. <laughs> Which animal is not indigenous to Alaska? Listen up, people. We have moose, puffins, penguin, and a musk, musk oxen. <laughs> Answer. Penguin. Penguin. We ain't, we ain't got no penguins in Alaska, not even in the north. That's only a South Pole thing. Go down to Antarctica to find penguins. Or... or Argentina. Argentina. <laughs> I think the southern. Yeah, the tip. Yeah, of or Argentina the, the, has the p- penguins. Yeah. Penguins. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Oh, God. Bonus question. <laughs> How do you say I love you in Yupik? I'm so sorry. I actually El- know this. I'm so sorry, Elton, if I butcher these really Never bad. mind. Um, Kenkakim Asitak. Uh, Waka and Koyana. I want to say that is Koyana. If I'm correct. <gasps> I know. I got it wrong, too. That's what I thought it was, too. No. It was Ken Kam Ken. 
can can come can is it okay Koreana. okay and this is when we should have had elves in here my god janah i'm sorry <laughs> uh so it says come on that's eight out of two uh, it means thank you is the one that, that we guessed wait i got all these oh it's just another must okay i was like i only got one so it's not even it's not even 10 questions it's Technically nine it, questions. Yeah, but I was going to say, she got eight out of ten. And this is like a true Alaskan. Dang, you slay this quiz, friend. <laughs> you, are true, you are truly an Alaskan sourdough. Put on your finest flannel and Carhartts and showcase your results to everyone, you know. You know, a lot of people don't wear flannel up here, though. Mm. No, I mean, like, that is not Alaskan clothing they're thinking they're just thinking oh timber people but yeah like, no. no i exactly i mm -hmm. think that people are thinking of like loggers yeah which we we have some logging down south but like i feel like in alaska we're more miners yeah coal and gold um and then oil people than loggers yeah. yes and fishers so um minnesota yes yeah. flannel alaska no no i mean people will wear flannel here yeah, but it, like it's not like a sourdough thing no 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 we get those overalls. <laughs> Carhartt, definitely. Yeah, they, all all the Carhartt. All the Carhartt. <laughs> you want to be granola? You want to be a sourdough? Carhartt. Carhartt, bunny boots. Um, the Balenciaga. Can. <laughs> um, what's the boots that they wear in the South? Extra tough. Yes, extra toughs. In the South? Yeah, because extra toughs are like waterproof, so they're more like for fishing and stuff like that. Like we don't. Oh, okay. They're talking about like south, like south, like over the U.S. South of Alaska. I was like, no. the what? The what? The south of Alaska, bro. Mm. The coastal areas. True, 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 true. Um, yeah, I guess with that, that is the end of our episode. You've learned a lot about Alaska today. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, we're giving you something that's not a random. Blah, 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 topic. We're actually giving you something from Alaska. We're keeping up with our word of the p snow part, you know. Two peas in the snow. We have to talk about, you know. We've talked about Alaska before. Yeah, but I think we haven't done it in a while. Yeah. So we have to give it back to our to the people. Yeah. So Happy summer solstice, everyone. Yes, yes. It's on Tuesday, which is the day before our next show. So, yeah, that is true. Um, so, Kristen, where can you find us? Um, you can find us at Two Peas in the Snow Official on Instagram and on any, not any, but on some podcast platforms like yeah. Spoofy, and <laughs> Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Yes, yes, yes. And please rate us. Yeah, please rate us five stars. Leave, leave us a comment, you know. Let Follow us, us on Instagram. DM yeah. us. Slide in the DMs, please. <laughs> yes, yes. Let us know, you know, um, what are things that you want to learn about Alaska? I mean, we're here to kind of help you with that. And yeah, I don't know. I, I was thinking about something else, but I completely forgot now. Mm, um, okay. <laughs> anywho, um, that's been us. And we shall see you all next week. Bye. Bye.